0: So in Pietermaritzburg in KwaZulu-Natal, a demonstration that would have had uh, its equivalence even if the doctors weren't on the street. But the issue is a countrywide problem. Scores of medical doctors dressed in their scrubs uh, poured onto the streets of Pietermaritzburg in KwaZulu-Natal today. They were marching in protest against unemployment in the healthcare sector as it affects them and so many others as well. We thought we'd talk to one of the young doctors and just get a sense of... How the issue is affecting them, not just as a group but personally as well, and for that reason, on Seven O Two Drive, we welcome to the show Dr. Cianeliswa Shosi. Dr. Shosi, welcome and thanks very much for your time. Hi,
1: thank you. Um, thank you for the opportunity
0: as well yeah but before we talk about the, the the broader issue just your own journey as someone who wanted to study medicine who successfully got in to medical school successfully uh qualified and, and now facing the situation um what got you keen to do medicine maybe you know a, a brief uh, bit about where you grew up and 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 the extent to which your family was behind you in making this choice
1: Okay, so my name is Yanliso Shozi, I am a 30-year-old young man who initially was a young boy at 18 years old. And I was caught between two options. Um, Mm. I had a possibility of becoming a chemical engineer. Um, I got good grades in my matric, I was very excited. I was called at the bursary, residence, and everything for chemical engineering. And Lawrence one medical school called me, and so then I left my pursuit of becoming a chemical engineer. And it was a pursuit by which I didn't have any funding. I had to fund myself. And I took money straight out of my pocket sometimes, and my parents' pockets mostly. um, And I was not able to attain a bursary. So we ended up accumulating quite a lot of debt, of which I had to try and pay off during my internship in community service. So I have no real funds that I've saved up, which are enough to maybe do something with it. And every day I look back and maybe I should have just taken the part to be a chemical engineer but, um, maybe I wouldn't be facing this problem.
0: Yeah, but you followed your your, your heart and did, did what you most most wanted to do. Have you heard anything from the authorities, Dr. Shorzi, uh, or anything from the Deputy Minister today that suggests this problem might be solved? What kind of answers have you got so far? Uh,
1: so far, after we handed in our memorandum, the answers that we got were promises that they will definitely work on it. We're in contact of the Premier as well. Also, our Deputy Minister, Dr. Sbongseni Jom, was also there to get a copy of our mandate. And also, the HOD of KZN Department of Health, uh, Dr. Sandile Shabalala, was also there to receive our mandate. They are, they are understanding our plight, but we are not really satisfied until we get firm offers that we are going to a hospital where we can our services to help people of South Africa so we are hopeful but we are not really holding our breath
0: I, I, I want to get a sense I mean you you said you've done your community service your your internship while you were doing that when would you have been expecting to hear about a placement I mean normally would you expect to hear September uh, 2023 a little bit later um what what were you given to expect?
1: So, generally speaking, in medicine, there are posts that are released around October, which give us an indication of how many doctors will be able to be employed. So, in last year, October, I think I saw less than 15 posts uh, from KZN on its own. And we were all amazed and shocked that we'd see so few posts when there's so many of us coming into the system. So then we started uh, engaging with our trade union, Samartu. We started a list. We started writing our names, we collected data um, so that we can present it to the Department of Health and say, please these are the number of doctors that you should actually be, pre- pre- be preparing space for and since four months ago we haven't really got anything which we can really hold on to right uh, they are willing to employers
0: yeah. And and Doctor Shoshi, I mean, while you were doing community service, where, where were you based? And while you were doing that work, did you feel uh, that that you had made the right career choice? That you were doing something that you loved now and would grow to love more?
1: Definitely, I love medicine. I would not go back and choose chemical engineering. I would only ever consider it because now I'm employed. But I love medicine and I've done many courses to try and bolster my CV, as have my colleagues, so that we continue to give even higher quality care to the patients that we have. I was placed in Flagstaff uh, Community Healthcare Center, uh, whereby we had our own casualty. So we did everything from um, maternal cases to, um, um, Accidents and emergency cases, chronic patients, uh, children, everything we rotated through there and, con- and gained quite a lot of experience in, pri- in, public he- in primary health care. Right. Also public health Whereby we went to other smaller clinics that we also did outreaches. And we did a lot of good. So that is work that I'm willing to go and continue doing, even
0: at this point. D- tell us a little bit about Flagstaff because, I mean, you know, I've never been there. I know it to be a, a small town in in the uh, inland of the Eastern Cape. Um, what what sense did you have of how much people there needed you? Because I would have thought the medical options there would be fairly limited. Yes, so the
1: the, the options there as you say, are very, very limited. It is a small, very rural town. Um, it has one shopping mall uh, with barely any stores. There's close to about, though yearly health count is about ninety two to 94,000 patients that they see there every year. Mm. And there's only a, a small cohort of nurses and there are only three uh, posts uh, set there for, for medical doctors. So you can just imagine the level of supervision that we need to do outreachs right. and still also. So it was a lot of work, but it was satisfying to help people. But I would be willing to go to another setting such as that. Mm. But yeah, it's it's it, it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a definite need for more doctors in those in those areas.
0: Well, Doctor here, I, I wish you luck um, in in the weeks and months to come. I really. Really hope this gets resolved. It's important, I think, that we heard your story, and and, and I assume there are many hundreds of other young doctors who would have similar stories to tell, but we we, we really do hope for a resolution. Clearly, from what you said about Flagstaff, people need you and need you a great deal, and I hope that something good comes out of the memorandum you delivered. Yeah, look, I mean, we felt it was really important to just get an individual story. And by the way, if you've got a story of your own, please, and and you heard, and yeah, Dr. Shorzy, I'm also Dr. Shorzy in in your your own storyline and and, and what's happened in your life. Please do call in. I I think we need to personalize what's happened here a little bit more, uh, just to look at the full consequences of uh, a country on the one hand, short of doctors, and on the other hand, unable to look after and I mean that, I phrase that very carefully, unable to look after properly the already huge amount of money allocated to public health in order to hire them.